0: And welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we are the Sherman sisters back after an unexpected week off. Oh boy. Uh, Get to that later. But this week we watched Ethan Frome. This is our 150th episode. Damn. Uh, Actually 151st if you count the lost episode, which was love and friendship. Yeah. And I actually am like crossing my fingers that we don't accidentally lose this one because Mercury went retrograde today. But. Right. Anyways, we watched Ethan Frome. Which we was made did. in what year? Ninety-three. Thank you for asking. Ninety-three. Yeah, I would have guessed late eighties. It does have that sort of smell to it. It does. Yeah. Um, Mothballs. No. Yeah. 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 Um, starring Liam Neeson and uh, Joan Allen and, and, and Patty, Patty Arquette. Arquette and mysteriously Tate Donovan. Oh yeah, and Tate Donovan also, and his teeth. Yeah, his chompers made it into the movie. They sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we talk about the film. As is our custom bitch, let's sync up. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. Um, Well, we're going to keep it to the media I've consumed essentially because nothing else is super duper coming to mind. Well, we went to the Woodlands. We went to the Woodlands. That was fun and good. Yeah. Watched uh, some million dollar. No, no, um, Lottery, Dream Lottery Home. Lottery Dream Home. I'm going to start hitting that again. Yeah. That was a nice program. You see some people you might not otherwise see in this life it's an opportunity to meet a new friend for sure yeah yeah they're, they're the type of people who don't often get invited to be on television programs that's true particularly the woman we saw trying to buy a house in las vegas because she had the the hair of the third property brother it was but you know paint it maroon it was truly a wild haircut at one yeah. point you speculated whether she, she had like she was wearing her hair like an eye patch to, like, hide a lazy eye. Or, like, a glass eye or something. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I think it's just, she just thought that haircut was fetching it, on her. It fully obscured her vision. It did, yeah. Like, there's yeah. just, there's, it's not fashion at that point. It was, no. It felt like there had to be a secret well, function. fashion is pain, darling, sometimes. It is. And in her case, it's stub toes. The complete obfuscation of one's features right. for an extended period, mm-hmm. I don't think so. mm um man, yeah, I gotta watch that show. Yeah, she's uh, gonna be bumping into all the corners of her 450 square foot. Yeah, wh- and she just tiny had a little apartment home outside, outside of, of Vegas, outside of Vegas, suburban Vegas. <laughs> so let me tell you what sucks about that. Like, imagine. I mean, the whole point of Vegas is that you live in un- a hotel, unimaginably there. Right? Yeah, you live like mm-hmm. the most decadent, stupid lifestyle. Well, and for if you're somebody three days who's regularly at casinos, yeah. often the casinos will comp a stay. Or big parts of it. This I cannot understand in this choice. Yeah. And also... Imagine, it's not like a beautiful vacation destination. No, it's not. And it's not like she picked like a gorgeous part of Nevada, which I think probably has its charms. It's just like... I don't know, actually. No, there's totally places. Oh, it's so dry. It isn't... Ta- Tahoe's also in Nevada. Is that right? I thought it was in Utah for Why some reason. Why don't you crack open a book sometime, Lindsay? I thought Tahoe was in Utah. No. Okay. Um, well, fair enough, then. Yeah. Anyway... Um, <clears throat> she has just she moved that little place like outside. But here's my point it's like if you're it's what like you're gonna have to go drive your car and park it at a casino, you have to What's you the have point? to right? Like you're you can't situation have the wild abandon that you would have otherwise if no. you're gonna take your vehicle down to like Hendersonville or something, hateful. It's not good. No, I don't, it's, a, it's a bad choice. I don't feel. Um, man, Craig and I watched uh, Death Becomes Her for the first time on oh, Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, that is a kooky choice for Miss Streep. She it's Meryl Streep, Goldie Hawn, and what's um, his face, right? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. They, he has a little bit of hair. Was it fun? In it, that was great fun. Okay, I gotta watch it. Yeah, but the plot. When I when I came to the end of my journey, I was like journey. Huh. (laughs) We just ended it there. That's what we're doing. There were no other complicating factors. Oh, Oh, it was like a romp. It's a total romp. I love that. You know who has honestly absolutely seismic levels of hot in that movie? Who? Isabella Rossellini. Oh, duh, girl. I had Encountered her for the first time when she was like in her forties mm. on Thirty I remember, Rock. Yeah, and I remember you being like, "Oh, she's like a major hottie. Like mm, she's mm-hmm. like a an all timer." And I was yes. like, she's, "Her?" Yeah, I was like, "She's a perfectly comely woman. <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> but, very handsome." But I don't get what you're saying. No. And she's, then I saw her in Death Becomes Her, and I had an ahuga moment about it. I'm looking at pictures of young Isabella Rossellini right look now. Her, look her up in Death Becomes Her. She's, Unbelievable. She's wearing like a not full shirt the entire time too. It's like this, like bejeweled. I don't know, like front sitting. Brassier. Oh, oh! It's like a. It almost looks like a big necklace. that's like just, a bib that's just been made to cover her tattoos. Jewels, yeah. Wow, she's beautiful, dude. Right? I think her dad is like a director or something, right? She's probably. Um, I think. Oh, like her Italians mother is Ingrid Bergman. Nature. Can you believe? Uh, what how long has that been the hold case on. sorry her first spouse was martin scorsese they I were married I, for I three think years i did know that actually wow and then she dated gary oldman for two years david lynch she dated him for five years i my would have my. liked to see that one my 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 uh and her father is roberto rossellini who was an italian film director and screenwriter okay yeah He did Rome, Open City, Python, and Germany, Year Zero, per his movie. Wow. Wow. Good for her. You got to give it to her. Absolutely beautiful. And you know, she didn't start modeling until she was 28, which is old for a model, actually. It is. Um, Her character's name in that movie is Liesel. I love the name Liesel. I think it's a good name. It's a pretty name. That's the name of the girl in um, uh, Sound of Music. uh, Sound of Music. Yeah. You are 16. Wow. Oh yeah, Isabella Rossellini. What a gorgeous, gorgeous A woman. conversation worth having, and I actually don't think that we've watched anything with her in it. Okay. It would turn into a thirst fest. Uh, yes, I fear it would. But however, there's just no denying what's some people, happening Some there. people have some charm, and it just must be said. We had this conversation earlier about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, he okay. and Gandolfini had such a stupid amount of charm. It, when you look at a picture of either of them... Yeah. You think, no way, Buster. Absolutely no way. No way. But they're very telegenic. Yes. In a way that they're not photogenic. They also, I don't understand how this <laughs> happened because The Sopranos is clearly did not have like a lot of women writers in the room. Yeah. But they do have some pretty well-written female characters. They do. That's, it only comes through in like some of like the, the woman-to-woman interactions. Isabella was in Vita in Virginia. So she's been in at least one thing we've watched. Well, who was she in that? Lady Sackville. Okay. She was Vita's... Vita's mom. Mom. Yeah. I'm not sure that I actually... I made a list of all the movies we'd watched, and I'm not sure that I typed Vita and Virginia on that list. I must have... Anyway, okay, see, this is how we end up doing two Little Women <laughs> episodes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just because I missed something on the list that definitely existed before this. <laughs> Wait, when did you pull it together, by the way? Uh, last week. Okay. Here, let me see. Oh, yeah, I put Vita and Virginia on there. It was our I, 101st episode. At some point last year, like... Started putting together a full document with mm-hmm. like different tabs. Yeah, that was going to have like all the actors, and yeah. I was going to do my little V lookups and make my little pivots, and I was going to present some data mm-hmm. on this show. And, and we have not presented a datum. You know, it's not a <laughs> not a singular datum. datum. We're doing we, we're it's, doing the best we absolutely can. <laughs> no rules, just vibes over here. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that is most of what is of note in my pop culture life, I would Mm -hmm, say. mm -hmm. I mean, I've been listening to Silk Chiffon quite a bit. Man, listener, if you need to just take it back 24 years, summer of 97, picture it. Everything (laughs) was lime green gingham, much like this coming summer, or this last summer. This last summer, there was lime green gingham everywhere. Do you think we're going to get, like, daisies and beetles next year? Hell yeah, bro. The Gen Z kids are already just clamoring, I know. It actually... That's why it disgusts I, me. I have that chunky. To have ass... my childhood be the reference point now, <laughs> my culture is not your costume. It's not. <laughs> um, I still have my clunky like twenty twelve Michael Kors watch, and I'm like, I am not. <laughs> Hold on to it. I'm not throwing it away because by the time Ten gets in high school, she's gonna be like, you know what's really cool? A fat ass gold watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, I have good news. <laughs> you. That's a good point. Yeah. Because mom had that foresight. Yeah. I think I have like a. I want to say it's a Gucci watch or something like that. Okay. The youngest kid doesn't... That's not fair. In my defense... I've got a pretty chill vibe, and it's hard to deny me things. Didn't she also give you, like, a really nice handbag that was, it was, like... Yeah, she did. Coach, or something. Yeah. But it was, like, not with, like... I took it to the Leathersmith. I had that. I put work into that girl. It was not, like, a crappy-ass one of those with, like, C's all over it. It was, like, an actual nice leather. it was, pretty, like, elegant bag. I'm going to yell at her. (laughs) Fine. Why don't you call our mother up on this week of her 60th birthday? (laughs) No, it's not the week of her birthday yet. That's next week. Oh, wow. Thanks. I I am honestly like fully in October already. Oh, me too, girl. Can you believe Both it? Both feet. This yeah. Friday. Can't wait. It's 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 coming, girls. It's coming. Sorry. What else have you been? You were starting to say. Oh, I mean, well, Craig and I found a dresser. Oh, For the yeah. hallway okay. that we're fixing up. Okay. Um, I've been using a rotator sander or rotating sander. You know what they're called? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that handheld bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She just goes around in circles. What is a belt sander? I thought I knew because I was referring to our thing as a belt sander. And Craig was like, you know, everybody knows a belt sander and like said something I couldn't understand. I don't know what a belt sander is. I remember that Annette asked for one for her birthday one year. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I'm at a point now where I get that. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. She had all the tools. Tools are fun. Yeah. Um, She was the first person that gave me a wood burning tool. I busted out my wood burning tool I know recently, you did. And I got to tell you, that craft is difficult. <laughs> There's very little control, <laughs> which leaves very little room for artistry. <laughs> Make the whole house smell like a fire. <laughs> and that's the best part. That is the best part. But yeah. I was like, I've got a cute idea. And I started like moving the uh-huh. wood burner across the wood, and it yeah. was like... Ah! <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's not. It's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> you really gotta gotta commit to it. Just think twice. You know? <laughs> oh mercy, so sorry, you were using your rotating sander, which is yeah. not the same as a belt sander. Yes. What's crazy about that though is when you're when you've really been putting your back into it for yeah. like an hour. Yeah. My fingers felt like they were made of springs for like Cause Cause they had been, like yeah had absorbed so much shock <laughs> that i felt like a damn slinky <laughs> <laughs> wow i hate that it happened again today that and that whole time wild. too i'm like but there's lead in this paint <laughs> oh <God. laughs> were you wearing a mask or anything no um that would be cuz that would just be so sort of gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it smells horrible. The the sand, the, the paint, grit. Yeah, the paint coming off. What of color was it? It was like chocolate brown. These people were like no. we could restain the wood or <laughs> <And> <laughs> so just painted it chocolate damn brown. That's what's happened with some of our neighbors. Like the the facade of our house is like it was originally this like nice kind of orangey stained wood. When I mean, you can still see the wood grain. And uh it's facing the sun, so it just gets absolutely oh, yeah. slammed with sunlight. Mm-hmm. And it's bleached some of the boards. So we've actually like called a couple of contractors just to get some quotes. Oh boy, refinishing that's going to be something. But some of our neighbors have just been like, you know what? Brown. We can simply <laughs> paint it a burnt orange color. Removing all of the wood grain. And it's just, that's so sad. It's Don't give saying. up on your dreams. No, I know. It's. Cra- so, I mean, that being said, we'll, we're going to be painting over it. Well, yeah, but sure, I mean. But like, a more but elegant paint, color. Don't paint it brown. Chocolate brown. No, wow, I'm thinking, like, a dusty dark blue. I think the dolls are starting to make whispers. What? Because, of course, that the new It Neutral is going to be a chocolatey brown color. No, listen. And listen, this I know. I'm another, not ready to go back. This is another thing that they have to live through to get through. Mm-hmm. Because they, like, I can sit here like a cassandra yeah. all damn day and tell you that way lies despair <laughs> don't don't embrace brown as your neutral because i lived through 2005 mm-hmm. bitch i fought through 2005 <laughs> and these girls they refuse to listen to their elders which unfortunately is now me yeah. a 30 year old with modest but like, <laughs> it drives me insane. I was just talking about this. No, and by just talking about this, I mean probably a year ago. But because you, you had like, you did the light blue and brown. Oh my god, that was that Joc- was your brown. situation. Yes. I did. And then I and loved brown. to like appropriate like an Indian pattern mm-hmm, too because mm-hmm. that was the vibe. Mm-hmm. uh um, Urban Outfitters really had us all out here appropriating cultures that did not belong to us. That's so true. But I feel like there was like a lot of like. Like orange and turquoise. Yes. And like, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. The namesake had just come out. Yeah. Making a major splash yeah. across the country. <laughs> Famously, a movie I have watched on a plane. I've never, ever seen it. And you it's talk about it. It's actually a all very good movie. It's a very good book. <laughs> a splash. And it is a very good soundtrack. And it was <clears> Cal <throat> Penn and the last gasps of his hotness. Mm. He's not yeah. a good looking man so much these days. Well, now he's like switched he's just, to his thing, right? He's like, isn't he into like politics? Yeah, I don't think he's like acting a lot. Man. Um, Jumpa Lahiri was in that. Beautiful she wrote it. Oh. She's in think it. Jumpa Lahiri is. No, she was in the film too. As who? Another character named Jumpa is what it says. Huh. Interesting. According to the cast list here. Okay. Yeah. Something to yeah. think about. Maybe they got it wrong. Maybe they did. I don't know. Okay. That's maybe not. Lindsay, nope, she was in it as a character named Jumpa Mashi. I bet it's like one of those things. You know, they love to put like the author. It's like in a how movie. they would always have Stan Lee be in every Marvel movie until he kicked it. Yes. Well, in The Wolf of Wall Street is in The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, gross. Yeah, very, very unfortunately. That's a gross looking man. Yeah, he is. And a gross. His, his soul, soul is gross There's as well. There's a lot of soul rot in yeah, there. There is, yeah. Um, mm. Anyway, Lindsay, that is what I've been up to. How about you? HBU girl. Let me crack these knuckles oh before I start telling y'all. So, the reason we didn't record last week is that um, my youngest had to do two nights at the hospital. She's fine now. She spent two nights in hospital, as they would say in the UK. Um, <clears throat> one seventh of a fortnight in hospital. <laughs> oh, she's getting high. <laughs> um, so, that really sucked. She just had um, like a little respiratory gunk not covid related just they said like it either came from uh a rhinovirus or rsv but they were like we don't really it doesn't really matter how it started I mean, kids just be having gunk i know and they, they were just like pass gunk back and forth through each other truly and like her whole class had, had rsv like a month before yeah. i took her to the doctor and they were like it's not rsv that she has she just got something else that she got from a classmate and i'm like cool tight thanks neat 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 so anyways she's fine now um actually like just full of energy she was up talking until 10 minutes before you got here no an hour and 45 minutes past her bedtime just in there going she's really in an icon era right now she really is it's so cute so anyways for what uh, because of that i was wiped out energetically last week like yeah the whole week one night in the hospital will knock you out for like a week totally no sleep bus club (laughs) another club no she was just like I would lay down and like be like okay she's she's asleep she's resting I'm gonna just get a little bit of rest while she's resting and then like 30 minutes later she would sit up panicking because the little um uh heart they had they kept a cuff on her on her calf to um cuff on her calf yeah to check her blood pressure and it would go off every hour. And so that would wake her up. And she'd stand up and be like, where am I? Oh, my God. Oh. And she'd freak out. And I'd have to pick her up and hold her. And then I'd get her to calm down. And I'd lay her back down. This I'd lay like down. like a hell someone designed. It was awful. It was, like, all night. And then um, the next night, they were like, she's doing so much better. We're going to move her out of the ICU into, like, a regular hospital room. But the reason she was doing so much better is because she was on steroids. And so she was like, mommy, I play with you. Mommy, I play on my Kigo. Mommy. Kigo's computer. Uh um, mommy i watch princess that's what she calls beauty and the beast
1: oh, she's right that's what
0: it's called and um so she was like fully awake until one o'clock in the morning and i was like i'm so tired i'm oh so God, tired <laughs> steroids in this family it's just it's not great it's not a, an amazing it's not combo it's not an ideal it's combination a, yeah it's a combo loco i would yeah say. exactly so um and then they sent us home with steroids to keep giving her so Good luck. (laughs) She's just, like, been... She's done with the steroids, but she's still been, like, waking up before 6 a.m. for good measure for the last four or five days. Finding whatever she can to bench press. Yeah. Like her aunt. She'll just, like, wake up and start talking. And I'm like, girl, go back to sleep. (laughs) So anyways, um, just a lot of fun over here. Um, But uh, other than that, I mean, we've literally truly, like, on Fridays and Saturdays, we just kind (laughs) of... Watch our little shows, watch our little programs. Man, it's a good vibe. It's so nice. We haven't even like watched a movie or anything recently because it's been like, well, I've got the other two. Rich with programs. Rich with programs. Uh, The the end of the other two. two, That final joke was funny to me. When his friend was like, after all his hard work, Carrie Dubeck is finally gonna have A turning point in his life. Tomorrow, March 13th, 2020, is the beginning of the rest of his life. Oh, no. Yeah. I did not catch that. Yeah. No. (laughs) So, Parker and I were like, no. "No." (laughs) Oh, no. I know. (laughs) Man, that show is funny to me. Um, Wow. That's one of the best shows on TV. And I just don't feel... That enough of my friends outside of you no, it's are like talking about it. No, it's a perfect amount of mean. It is. It's like when so she tries mean. to lead the chant on, like women can suck too. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um. So the end of season two just happened this last week, and then they've already been renewed for a season three, as they should be. And what else have we been watching? Um, something on HBO. What do we watch on HBO? Other than the other two. I don't remember. Uh, Succession's coming back in three weeks, oh though. Oh, my God. Girl, um, I can't wait. Uh, the way men were about the Joker. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which I also learned this week through TikTok because of that audio. That's like, the way men oh, were about it's the a, Joker. It's I'm going to be this. But way we're, No, I was going to say that uh, the thing that I learned was that there's going to be a Yorgos Lanthimos directed mm-hmm. film of my year of rest and relaxation. I'm so curious to see how that will translate to film. Well, I would trust Yorgos to Oof. take a stab at Over it. or just about anybody. Yeah. But I... You gotta make it a I little I don't want to be weird. picky. I don't want to be picky. But yeah. I think it would have been really cool if he did Eileen instead. I've still never read Eileen. Eileen is better. Really? I mean. Is she a shorty? Yeah. Can I borrow? Yeah. Word. I'm about to finish the new Sally Rooney. Remind me tomorrow. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a book swap. Great. That's what I've also been doing. Reading... I've been listening to an audiobook of The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I'm like within two hours of finishing it. It started out so strong. I don't know if they're going to be able to finish it Oh, strong. But it took a real dip in the middle. I'm like, we'll see how it goes. Um, but I'm like 20 pages away from finishing the new Sally Rooney. And I will give it to you tomorrow. Um, it's very good. This bitch did it again. Three great books. Stop. The killer's getting away. He's getting away. He's running away. <laughs> Somebody help me. Um, what, how did that start? This TikTok... Well, it's from American trend. Horror Story. Well, I know that o- the audio came from American Horror Story. Yeah. The, f- I think the, f- <laughs> was there a, some, the first that I remember seeing was like when I'm putting my keys in the door and the poop won't <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> no. trying, but no, there, I've seen a lot of people that will lip sync it, but they do it. Oh, in you're this, wondering like, about the trend of like, not, of like you just like don't emote and you just sort of like, or like you move your mouth very Something little. Something that trend like- is unnerving to me. It's funny to me. I, I find it so goofy. I th- it's, it's like it crawls under my skin in a weird way. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I think because it's just such a... <laughs> such a mismatch. Such a funny sound. Yeah. And I love when it is used with the same drama yeah. as the sound. Right. You know, right. like that like jumble effect. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And Sarah Paulson, she put it all on the line for us. She never, ever gives you half of her ass. No, and... As evidenced by the fact that she put on a full fat suit to be Linda Tripp on this program. I've not gotten to watch any of that yet, have you? Yes, she's incredible in it. She has got to watch it. I, I, it's such a, as per usual, it's such a hammy drag queen version of Linda Tripp. That's all she knows. Yeah, what, I mean, God, what a specific person Sarah Paulson is. She, She has her own lane. She's got... And, she, and no one in it. And There's she's no one in it. Totally, she's run her own race. And the thing is, it's not that she doesn't have range. She's she has a, a great she's amount been of a range. Ton of different kinds of things. She's yeah. very versatile. And it's got but a very n- like castable face. Yes, for but no one's doing kind of, what she's doing. Like life stage, yes. you know. Totally. Yes,
1: yeah, she she's can, she's can look like really Catherine young
0: Han in that way. Yes. Or it's like yeah. something about your face I find pleasing and trustful. Yes. Um, it's sweet to look at. It is sweet, Catherine. I could look at Catherine Han. Oh, she's Catherine Han face. Catherine Han and that hair. It's a great mane of hair, isn't it? I love. It? I love when there's just like big, curly brown hair. I oh think yeah, it's so pretty. I sound like that Joseph Joe Castlemaker <laughs> <laughs> with the big, big brown the hair and the beautiful big boobs. brown, <laughs> which complements the boobs, which I love. <laughs> uh, oh man. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about okay, Linda Trip. Yeah, American, yeah yeah uh crime story yeah they have her in transitional lenses like she kind Which? of looks like bruce valanche <laughs> with did like Cara Stays. you know no <laughs> you know yeah oh I no think and monica lowensky Feeny, Feeny beanie ooh, Feldstein, beanie feldstein is her name <laughs> her it's best friend choice. is being dragged left and right across Ew. Beyonce's internet beanie she's Feldstein's, best friends with ben platt Oh, I love that Ben Platt is getting dragged because there is something I didn't like or trust. So he is such a... I was telling Parker, he is one of the people that I struggle the most to know how I feel about. Because on... It's on his face. On his face. On the face of it, I'm like, oh, overgrown theater kid. Mm -hmm. Which I guess all actors kind of are, but it's just like there's a... No. (laughs) Sorry. Like, all theater actors definitionally... Like in the truest sense of the term, are overgrown theater kids, but not all of them are theater kids. You know what I mean? Like spiritually, like a square kind of rectangle, kind of thing. It's like some of them shed that particular essence, and he super never did, and so super never did. Natalie Portman is yes, such a case. Yes, yeah. And so I just was like, I just don't trust like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But then the politician was so good. It was good, but listen. The drama with which he sang Vienna at the end, to me, felt... show offy. Inappropriate for the song. Inappropriate. <laughs> 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 it was really good. Thank you. Like, Did you see actually- Bernadette last night at the Tonys? I Carl, you I, think I watched the Tonys? I didn't watch the Tonys either. I just am on Instagram. No, I didn't see. It. Let me pull this up It would up be for weird you. if she weren't there though, wouldn't well, it? Well, no, it's it's specifically how she looked, which well, was I would to like say to absolutely incredible. Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. <laughs> um, date of birth. in a purple <laughs> Bernadette Peters, Tonys 2021. It was a um, gorgeous dress. Gorgeous. Oh, she's posed with Josh Groban. AKA the one that got away. You know who he's, that song was written about, right? No. Do you want to die when you hear that? Wait, hold Katie on. Katy Perry's The One That Got Away okay. is about Joshua Groban. Okay. Look at Miss Bernadette Peters in this star dress. <laughs> this is not- could, it can surround sound Gemini attack. <laughs> you, I just like, I feel like I was like reeled back and forth a little bit on Josh Groban and then immediately, look at Bernadette yeah. Peters in this dress. Yeah. Incredible. It's giving 90s Celestial. She's beautiful. I love it. She looks she, amazing. She's got them totters pulled up to her chin. She's got a good set on she her, has not she? She has a nice set. Yeah. 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 One of these days <laughs> in full shock jock manner, we should <laughs> just release our, Our I'm on them. my period piece. <laughs> <laughs> the 20 hottest totters on 10 different women. <laughs> no. No. Oh, my God. Well, but, it, like, we'll try to keep it to the period piece realm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there might be a surprise. But who knows? We there can't might promise su- anything. Oh, my God. I love the idea of us just, like, going full bababooey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yowza. Oh my god. Well, uh, I guess we should pivot. <laughs> this is a big pivot because Ethan Frome is the opposite of sexual energy. No, Except I... For, Molly does have a problem with this adaptation of I it. I was going to say, yeah, actually, I feel that Ethan Frum has quite a bit of sexual energy, but in that, like, extremely, like... Chaste type so of a way. So chaste, it's kinky <laughs> way that people lived back then. True. And the way books were written, and when you're supposed to, like, infer a passion... Yeah. It's like, it reads like legalese. You're like, you know, <laughs> The <laughs> subtext is so swoony. Right, like, yeah. you're over here, heart about to beat out... Of your chest, yeah, you're like, he did not find the idea of her to be loathsome, right? And you're know? like, like oh. wow, <laughs> 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 but mercy, yeah, there's like, I would say Ethan Frome is pert tantric in terms of the tension built there with absolutely no payoff, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it Except never in happens in this movie, weirdly. it never happens in the book, yeah, yeah. I, um was thinking earlier that it is weird and wrong that this is one of my favorite books and I say it gleefully. You know, because, but it is though. It's so good. The, the, I just reread it recently, like last year, I think. Um, we had to read this for our favorite English class, both of us, yeah. junior year of English, of uh, high school. And do you feel that this was one that Peggy insisted upon? If that is the case, that that makes me respect her even more. She's a Nothing Wharton but Head. respect for yes. my president. Yes. Yeah. She was a big Edith Wharton fan and I feel like that's This is a really accessible one because it's pretty short. Yeah. But it gives you an idea of how she writes. But this is one of those classic things of like, well, wait, I, did we read Age of Innocence in that class too? We both wrote our research paper on it. Okay, so it was like an option to the list. It was, yeah. And we both chose it because she said it was her favorite. So we were like, <laughs> I Kid got ass. it. Which, it was, a, it was a bold choice, actually, that yeah. we did. Why? And it paid off. Because I'm if it's her favorite. Gosh, I wish I knew what was on that list and what I passed over there were like 90 cho- like and like, choices like if I've read that read it since you know yeah god I would love I, I would love to just be in contact with her I need to know how to get in touch with you yeah to know, just I have questions we about the like curricula from behind the years scenes ago information insider info yeah oh geez Louise I said 15 and that's about accurate yeah it's been uh yeah it's been 19 years for me since I took her class Do you feel nauseous about the fact that your 20-year high school anniversary is coming up? Uh, No, because I'm not going. Well, of course, (laughs) but like... No, that, it's wild. Does that feel weird because that was does. always like a plot point for like real adults. In yeah, movies when we were yeah. kids. Yeah, I've got two more years until that happens. I think you're good. Yeah, and I'm not going, as I said. <laughs> they can't make me. <laughs> they can't make me go. <laughs> like I saw pictures from the ten, and I was like, I don't know half these people. My class was so huge. I had a few friends really uh, asking me yeah. to. sign on to that disaster with them not to like plan it or anything no but just please let come it'll be fun no girl no (laughs) no I don't know what island I'll be on that weekend (laughs) (laughs) I hate broke bitches (laughs) some broke bitches should never laugh oh my god well this Ethan Frome was yet another Miramar joint I regret to inform you dolls why is that a a Miramax I mean or was it Miramar or Miramax Mm -hmm. now that I'm They're both a thing, aren't they? they, But are they Weinstein? Yes. Okay. No, it's Miramax, my bad. Yeah, Miramar is a city in Florida. Yeah, it's a Weinstein type of a beat. Yeah, okay. Um, He had his grubby little fingers in every period piece you could imagine. Truly. I can't can't believe that that this podcast is brought to you by the Harvey Weinstein is Innocent Fund. I mean, I'm so grossed out every time. I'm like, well... We sound like stands of him at this point. I, no, I can't stand the man. No, of course. Just um, for the record, right? But we keep choosing films, incidentally, that I are know, Max. I know. I know. Feels like some shadow to address. Well, I think that at the time he was sort of doing the art house type of a beat. There, he was like they were the A twenty four forerunner. Yes, A twenty four runner. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> there's just no denying. Yeah, it's like how. Um, I don't know. I mean it's like I'm not gonna apologize for the American apparel that I used to wear. Right. You know? Right. The man just knew the aesthetic we liked. Turns right. out he's a creep. Yeah. Well, he made Shakespeare in Love, right? And he, this He damn did. This girl. was directed and by Saber. I the same wanna director. say perhaps Elizabeth as well. Oh, not that. No, I think that maybe that was focus, maybe. Um so, this was directed by the same director who did Shakespeare in Love. The football John Madden. Yeah, the non-football, the, John, the Madden. non-football John Madden. The football John So, at the beginning, we see Liam Neeson. You don't really know that it's him, but you know later. Um, hobbling along painfully for, like, a really long-ass time while the credits roll. They okay. feel that someone in this film is named Debon mm-hmm. D-E-B-B-O-N. Ayer. A-Y-E-R. Debon Ayer. When I read that text, I had to pause it. And I, take a photo. I didn't work out that it was from the credits of this. Yeah, um, Deb and Eyre. Wow. And then what did and you say then, they named so their kid? She married a man whose last name is Morrow, and they named their daughter. Stop in, it. Two. This isn't homework. This isn't a, like a project. Tomorrow. These are children. <laughs> Stop. It's it's horrible. So, anyways, um, they they show Tate Donovan. Uh, he's playing a character named the Reverend Smith. And he comes to this small town in Mass- Massachusetts called Starkfield. And he notices Ethan hobbing along right there at the beginning. And he's like, I did Hey, should we stop and pick that guy up? Limp to be that pronounced because it's it not looked, in the book. It looked painful to do. Like, yeah. I was like, Liam, don't hurt your knees, baby. It was a wild choice. Yeah. He, he was like throwing that leg. He really was. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. That man is a good actor. He's a good looking man. He's a talented man. <laughs> That's a man, Maury. Um, so a week later, Reverend's in uh, the general store and he sees Ethan come in and everybody gets quiet. So he's like, mm. so um, he's staying with a family. Uh, what's their name? The Varnums. The Varnums. I think, or the Hales. Uh, the House, I think. There is a Hale. Mm-hmm. Um, but he tells this this family about how quiet everyone at the store got when Ethan came in and he's like, Why are people not nice to this guy? And they're like, You don't know the half bitch. need. <laughs> need to let it go. So like he even gives a um a it's sermon. Like nasty sermon. It, it honestly sounded so boring. It was like he was truly just reading from the Bible, but he does say faith, hope, and charity, which I guess that's his his Bible's because we always heard faith, hope, and love, and that's what the Hobby Lobby girls right. love. And you so, can't make us change it now. I, Hobby Lobby's quaking because they said charity. That's one of those things where I'm like, I have to give money how away. How did that translation mess up that hard? I think the thing is that like the word love probably like you you could well, get that out of that. You know what I mean? But it's like it means so many other things. Charity has a pretty narrow. But meaning. if that's New Testament, it's likely in Greek. Right. And there's like 10 a million words for love and yeah, Exactly. Yeah. So they chose the wrong one. Anyways, Ugh. so I read like an editor, so this is extremely <laughs> difficult for me. <laughs> you never let me live that one down. Nope. Um, so the Reverend is like, you guys basically, he like tells the whole town, like, you guys need to be nicer. So finally, Miss Howe is like, Okay, so since you want to be a nosy little goose, yeah, um, let me tell you what actually happened. And so she tells the whole story of how we got to now. I love that this felt like a precondition for a, a plot yeah. back in the day for books. Like this and... Um Weathering Heights are they're like well in a gossip frame yes and I love that <laughs> yeah oh okay. I guess I should say at some point he spends the night at Ethan's house because yeah he hires him to be a driver for him for yeah. fifty cents a week dude God pathetic pathetic so. They and they have a terrible blizzard. This place looks miserable to live. Yeah, is it was like Western Massachusetts, and I think they were like in a mini ice age in the Victorian era. So, well, this wouldn't have been. I don't know when she said it. I think it's like um like eighteen nineties or nineteen hundreds. Okay. I would guess. Well, that's if that's when she said it to be then um, then that is still the Victorian era. Yeah, but, it's probably uh, like The book was written 80s. in nineteen eleven, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not sure when it was set. I don't even know if she says. So, anyways. um, Ethan and his wife are distant cousins, Zenobia. And this character... They did a favor, I feel, with Joan Allen. First of all, yes, Joan Allen. The impact that Zenobia has had on our whole thing. She is such a useful archetype. This is what I love about Edith Wharton. Yeah. Is that she... She gets it. She gets it. She just it. does. She's met someone like this, and she's like, "Bitch, you oh ever know those God. bitches who just the way they said she has every disease she's ever heard of? Yeah, uh, major hypochondriac. Uh, and in extremely annoyingly can so. Can you believe that sentence? Yeah, <laughs> she has every. That, disease. And they said it so politely. She's like ever like they heard didn't of. Just ruin this bitch whole life. <laughs> Edith, girl, that is mean, and. Zenobia, the, she keeps using the word querulous for her, I remember, in the yeah, book. Or querulously. Right. It's kind of like how, what's the word? Desultorily. Desultorily. That's yeah. Joan Didion's favorite word. Inchoate. This book that I'm reading right now, this um, Invisible Lives of Addie LaRue, I think about 200 pages in, the author learned the word palimpsest, which I don't really Girl, get. what does that mean? I had to look it up. but pal- Palimpsest? I'm still not sure what it is. I'll look it up again. But they have used it like seven times. And That's I'm like, crazy. it's not, you don't have to do this. It's a manuscript or piece of writing material on which the original writing has been effaced to oh, make room course, for some later writing. of course, a word writing. we all know and use frequently. <laughs> right. But this uh, author was like, let me show you my new fancy word. A palimpsest. Well, Craig and I were talking about this weirdly the other day. I was like, you ever hear a word for the first time and know that it's going to have a special place in your life? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I'm going to make room for that in my little file. Oh, yeah, because he uses the word hubris more than anyone <laughs> I know. That makes sense. He's, he blames a lot of things on his own hubris. Yeah. Um. And... I said that my word for that was unctuous. When I first heard that word, I was like, that is extremely useful. And that's a word I feel that Felicia likes to use as well. Unctuous? Unctuous. Is, is he using it in the food way or in the personality, personality way? Personality way. Isn't it funny that it works both ways and in the yeah. food way it can be a positive? Yeah. It's crazy. It's very unctuous to it's me. Very unctuous. Did something change in the sound? It definitely did. I just assumed that it was my headphones. No. Wow. Uh. I don't know what that's about. Anyways, hope you guys can still hear us. <laughs> it's a, a funny trait uh, when you're high for the audio to shift to one ear instead. Oh. I've never noticed that happen. Uh, no, no, I'm not, it's not a body thing. I'm just saying this feels like it's like part of the ride. Oh, I see what you you know know you're what saying. I, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, the headphone. I think it's because I clicked onto the third track to try to move... Um, Oh, there we go. It's back to normal. All right. (laughs) I was trying to move the outro so that it didn't interrupt us mid-conversation again. Right, right, right. Anyway, so Ethan and his wife, Zenobia, who is a total hypochondriac, which she has not shown this side of herself yet, are distant cousins, and they reconnect because his mom gets sick, and so his cousin, Zenobia, comes to take care of his mom, or help him take care of his mom. Um, And he'd been studying engineering. Did he say it Harvard or Hartford? I think Hartford. Okay. Um, So... His, at the funeral, um, he's like telling people about his plans to go back to school or move out west or go to Florida or whatever. Loves Florida, this boy. Florida. Is that what he says? Florida. Flority? Florida. He says something. Flor. He says something really weird about how he says Florida. There's something that's unusual. Anyways. Um So Zenobia's like, okay, well, guess I better go. And he's like, you don't got to go. And they end up getting married just because it's like the winter it's the winter yes mrs howe was like if it hadn't been for that like if it had springtime had been springtime they probably would have ended up together but you have to like it's it's like like probably right it's like cuffing season type beat Ugh, where they're like it's gonna be awful cold watching that movie and i do find this book to be an icon of winter yeah oh um, it's yeah iconically set in the winter it's an icon of winter (laughs) um yeah, I remember reading books like this in, like, you know, Thoreau and Emerson in that class mm-hmm. and being like, God, I was built for that. For New England. I should England. go live in New England. Hell yeah. Like, it felt pro- appropriate at the time. Yeah. Could, no. Couldn't disagree more now. Absolutely couldn't disagree more. Not. I was watching that and I was like, bitch, I'm cold. No. <laughs> miserable. It's 80 outside. Like <laughs> That ew. looked agonizing. Yeah. And you can't escape it. Like I like I think snow is best best experienced as a vacation treat. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. Like something I choose to participate in. I right. can opt out of. Yeah, But yeah, When you don't have the choice and it's a oh. constant feature in your life. Ooh, no, which it's got to blow. Thank you. No, thank you. So after five years of being married, Zenobia is like extra sickly. Um, she just decided to wait and turn that little feature She's, on later I, i'm gonna lean in yeah since i married this rich man lol it's awful no. boring out here i think i might develop a few illnesses right oh my god honestly i was like this looks so dull yeah their house has nothing fun in it no books it had a real fun fezzy wigs vibe when they're in town yeah oh yeah in town but like at the but from, their house i'm like from farm Ooh, girl No way, dude. nothing to do yeah miserable so, um, her cousin Maddie, uh, Zenobia's cousin Maddie comes to take care of her. Um, and I had forgotten just how this isn't, this is a, a, obviously like an important plot point, but I just forgotten it. Maddie's situation is like extremely also dire. Also sad. Yeah. So like her parents have both died. Um, her dad left her with a bunch of debt. So she only has $50 left that she got from selling an old piano. That's all the money she has in the world. Yeah. And, um... So, she shows up looking kind of sickly, too. Mm -hmm. They have Patty Arquette with, like, full gray eyeshadow under those eyes. Yeah, it looked kind of cheap, frankly. I was like, oh, no. Not that. The thing is, she's luminous, actually. She is. She is. So, it's hard to hide it under a bushel. Right. No, I'm going to let it shine. Um, So, Ethan's, like, initially pissed when she gets there because she's, like, not in good shape. And he's like, we were supposed to get someone healthy to help around here. Um, And a year has passed by the next, they like skip ahead and she's looking like much improved. Her f- health looks better, but she's like a terrible housekeeper and not really useful on the farm at all either. Right. Not really bringing a lot to the, to the table. table. And she keeps trying. Cause she's like, I don't want Zenobia to send me away. Um, then they show there's the, the farm dance while I was talking about. Yeah, man, it's a good vibe on that part. And I, the one thing I like iconically remember from the book is like the importance of like the red ribbon, like, Oh it's, my God! It's yarn. It's though. like the only—is it yarn? It's yeah. like the only color that they ever really talk about in the yeah. book is red. Um, for desire, for desire. Um, but it's also just like in contrast to all the cold, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like a red shawl, and so she just like is this really like vital, young, youthful kind of character compared with like the gray woman at home. So. Um, everyone in the neighborhood is like, this girl's cute. The boys are just like kind of sniffing around her. Yeah. Um, this one guy, what is I'm his name? I'm just trying to remember his Something name. Edie. Um, what is his name? Ned? Dennis Edie. Dennis Edie. It's spelled with one N. Denise. <laughs> Which I think is actually from the book. That yeah. That's his think, name too. Yeah. So Dennis Edie, um, is like, uh, hey, I'll give you a ride home. And she's like, no, I'm supposed to walk home with Ethan. So Ethan, like, comes, like, walks all the way to town to get her. Yeah, which I'm wondering, like, how long is that walk? In the snow? Let that girl ride home with someone. Right. This is not... You don't have to do this. This feels like something where a horse would have proved useful. Yeah, exactly. But what do I know? Right. So a young couple, which is Ruth and Ned, um, is Ruth the one narrating this? Yes. Okay, so Ruth is narrating. So the narrator, when she was young, she and her husband... um, before they were married. Decide to coast, which is like sledding mm-hmm. down a tall hill and they end up crashing into a tree. And they're fine, but it definitely like kind of ends the dance and everyone's like, "Oh my god." Like everyone leaves the 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 party and is like, "You guys okay? Well, better head home now." Right. It's 9:30. Obviously, that is the end of this party. Party's over. Um so anyways, Ethan and Maddie are talking more to each other at this part than they have the whole movie. Um, Shows are the stars, which men famously love to do in movies. They love to explain that stars are gaseous beings in the sky. And I'm sitting here with, like, a full-ass attitude. Like, I wouldn't super appreciate someone telling right. me what the hell I'm looking at. Right, exactly. Listen, Buster, don't yeah. mansplain these stars to but, me. But also, please. Do. <laughs> so Let's say I wanted you to, for argument's sake. <laughs> what would you tell me? So, um, and they make plans to go coasting themselves. Uh, when they get back, Xena shady, jealous bitch Mm. has locked the doors, lowered the (laughs) blinds, and fired up the smoke machine. (laughs) Um, She gives them some side eye when they come in because she kind of wasn't, like, thrilled about Ethan going back into town to walk uh, Maddie home. And um... Zena then is like I don't know if it's the next day but yeah, soon so. after. Zena's packing up to go visit her aunt in a different town for a night cuz she's like there's some new doctor there. She cannot wait to try the new wares His basically. Tinctures and tonics are supposed to do a different thing than the last ones I tried. Yeah. And they never really say what is what happening. What she's sick with. She says something about I, I'm feeling so mean. Which is funny to me. I did enjoy that. Feeling mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm feeling awful mean. And um. so the farmhand, Jotham. And his Let me tell you about whole this thing bitch. matched that name. Like, Completely I'm Jarrett. Jo- <laughs> what is it? I'm Jarrett? Jerem. Jerem. I'm Jerem. Yeah. Jotham and Jerem. That's not that much cheese. That's not that much cheese. Yeah, Jotham is extremely Jerem. He's just like... clueless in every way just always exactly in the wrong place at the wrong time look jerem i'm doing the dance kind Kind of of. (laughs) so jotham is like well um ethan i can cover you on the farm today so you can go take your wife to the the other town and he's like shut up this dude yeah he's like no i got it though i mean ethan's like no there's you you can't i have to he's like but i can no i i have to go collect money so he says that um His client's going to give him an advance on his pay. $30, which to them must have been... Quite a bit of money. So much money. This is a bold lie, this dude told. (laughs) Like, his wife wasn't going to be like, where's the money at now? (laughs) (laughs) Her palms are itchy, dude. I know. So, uh... (laughs) She... These expensive remedies aren't going to pay for themselves. So, um... As soon as his wife leaves, Ethan's got a spring in his step. (laughs) He's got plans. So he goes into town to the shop, and Dennis Edie is like, Hey, Ethan, uh, will you give Maddie this little bit of ribbon that I cut for her um, and say, like, I forgive her for not riding home with me, but say it's to my favorite dance partner. And he gets some sweets to bring home to her. Ethan does. And when he comes home, he finds that Maddie's made donuts... And the stew. Which know, felt the like hell. a funny thing to say that you made. I, I was know. like, It might be one of those things where I was like, does modern donut is the same thing as old donut? <laughs> <That's> what, I <laughs> wonder when I read the book, and then I saw them on that plate, and I was like, that's what the director took from it, at least. I don't know. Just, I hope he consulted just someone. Just a plate of crispy just head over to Dunkin' real quick. <laughs> There's a Dunkies. <laughs> Imagine that bitch having just bright sprinkles on it. <laughs> like head over to Dunkin'. i can't tell you how prevalent duncan is in this part of the country i love that because this is set in massachusetts i know exactly which apparently the movie and i don't know if they ever even say it but on imdb they're like and they uh, filmed it in new hampshire <laughs> oh they said it's vermont for some stupid reason like, the but, same but, if right but why change it probably tax codes or whatever oh wait they, they say they the movie say is set it. in vermont they say it's set in vermont oh that's stupid That just feels, again, like I I talked about this, but the Great Gatsby, but Nick has scoliosis. Exactly. (laughs) Ethan Frome, but it's set in Vermont. And they changed one other crucial thing that Molly was mad about, but I'll let you get to that later. So um, anyways, Maddie's like made an effort. She looks cute. She's like made a fun. She's trying to like have a little jovial evening. And this is like the most fun Ethan's had in 20 years. He even told a little joke. He wanted more soup. Yeah, that was the whole joke. <laughs> That's the end of the joke. It's kind of a classic. <laughs> but he's being really nice to her, I guess. I mean, not he's not going out of his way, he's just kind of being like pleasant. And that and poor Maddie has not had anyone be nice to her in so long. So she cries when Ethan compliments her cooking. And she's like, It's been more than a year since I've been complimented on anything. She's and they're, like, including my singing voice. And yeah. then like And he's like, You sing? And she's like, Sometimes. It reminded me of, like, I think I probably sent you that TikTok that was, like, the girl at the sleepover who reveals that she can sing. Oh, my God. It was very that. Very that, yeah. It's... I remember hearing little girls be like, I've got a singing voice. You want to oh, hear it? And all it the would time. always be, like, the most upsetting thing you've ever heard <laughs> come most, out of a little body. The most nasal shit in the entire world. <laughs> if you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. And they close their eyes. Yeah. And they would embody it all. Well, that's... Miranda Sings is... Is based on a true phenomenon. <laughs> frankly, it's just more of an American phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. I, you don't think like little British girls are like that? Absolutely, they are. Because remember that video, you're like which one? of you took a shot and didn't flush that pile out. done exactly. Yeah, little are. Scottish girls are. We're we gonna sing Cheryl Lloyd, but Cheryl Lloyd. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, so they're having fun cutting up until the cat knocks over this red dish. That's why you don't have a cat, dude. Okay, little narcs. Period. This cat told on you. So um, basically Maddie had gotten out. Basically, I would tell Gemma. <laughs> my brain. Um, <laughs> it's like you're sending yourself a gift while you're talking. So um, Maddie had gotten out this like pickle dish. Which also in the book, I was like, pickle dish. Okay. Pickle dish. So let me tell you about my big group of dork. <laughs> yeah, okay, also another thing with their, like, classic piece of <laughs> dishware that everyone has. Yeah, a pickle dish. A pickle dish. <laughs> I could not picture it. And in this movie, they just kind of make it like a cake stand, I guess. You know, everyone but... has their egg jar. <laughs> <laughs> their pickle dish. Yeah, it seems like a, like a, um... Their bread... I was about to say bread pan. <laughs> it's like, that's real Molly. <laughs> Which of these is not real? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> keen listeners will hear a real one. It's like, um... Leveled egg plates, how we have those in the South. Those and they not, serve one purpose and one <laughs> purpose. Only. Dust for three hundred and sixty three days of the year. Yeah. And then if not the more. two days before Easter yeah. is when they get used. That's their time to shine, unless there's funerals happening. I can't tell if that's like part of a beautiful, long tradition of like women in our dishware, all this stuff, or if that is like the absolute height of American excess, is that we have a dish for pickles. Yeah. Or, or you mean deviled eggs. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just think it's actually charming and Southern and cute. I like it quite actually a bit. I actually think it's very sweet. Yeah. Um, and you can, you know, they can be there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It <laughs> was good. Oh my god! Like a parakeet, you just threw it right back at me. Um, feels good to be on drugs with you again. <laughs> Delta eight, it's legal. It's legal. Um, okay, the dish thing. So the the kind of friends that I flocked to in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they were very pretentious. Quite a bit. What was it? Slavoj Zizek? Yeah. They would be like what was his name? Sl- Slavoj Zizek. Okay, yeah. He came across my For You page the other day, and I was like, oh, I yeah. remember Molly mentioning him. Yeah. And then I started thinking about how Class of 2009 was built. Pretty different from 2004, girl, bitch. You are we right. dumb, dumb, dumb idiots. <laughs> things, th- just a series of dark things, like kept happening yeah. while we were in high school. Like it was like, okay, but well, we will start with Katrina, and mm-hmm. it's not gonna get a lot better from there. And it was 9/11 for us, though. Yeah, 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 a little bit bigger, I would say. May both I? terrible. No, I don't both know. truly, like, absolutely mind-bogglingly bad. Mind-bogglingly terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, the group I hung out with, they they made their little jokes mm-hmm. based on their little books. Um, <laughs> it's wild to be the dumbass in a group. Yeah. <laughs> Every day I was Not the dumbass. Not an experience you get a lot of. No, actually I will I will say that was a bit of a novelty <laughs> being the group dumbass. Um but yeah, I remember one of the the guys on that group was like Oh, I wrote my paper on how the pickle dish is a phallic symbol, and I did it as a joke, but I got an A. And I was like, well, it probably is. Pickles. Like, was that not what he was going for? I think he was like, thought it was going to be a joke, but then he got a good grade on uh, it. See, I feel. Uh, that I don't that- recall if I'm getting this completely correctly. It could be the exact opposite. I feel that that sounds like he thinks a pickle dish is for serving those big fat-ass pickles that they had at the movie theater. What do you think it's for? I think it's for serving pickled things. Like a you pickle pickled this? Pi- Yes, I just did. I like, just imagine it was for gherkins. Well, that is what we most often have here. But you can pickle many things. Yes. Especially I, when you live in a cold climb. It's a very good thing to do. Damn. To preserve things, you know? I should be pickling more. It's supposed to be very good for you. Oh, I mean, like... Fermenting it, you know? Fermentation is... Wow. What a what a major what a cool thing. It's great. Yeah. Fun little feature. In here. fact, a girl I went to junior high with was quoted in a New York Times article about millennials getting into pickling. Was she? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They're getting into tinned fish now, too. Mm, that. Mm. I'm going to leave that one out. Yeah. I'm Don't not I'm that not... one I'm not going to go with you there. We're either. gonna hop on every bandwagon. Yeah. Some of them we can just let that roll by. I'll let you girls have that one for a little bit. Um the pickle dish, though. It breaks. It breaks. It just looks like a it regular just, dish, like, by the way. It's like only joy in this world or something. It's what she put her store by, whatever the hell that means. I don't know what that means. It's like, is that like saying like, that's what your whole... That's like her value. Yikes. Gross. It's like her most prized possession is a dish. Yeesh. But there's nothing pretty in that house. I guess that is the only touch of color. Yeah, that house is something different. Earlier, she handed Maddie a bottle that she had just finished drinking an elixir out of. Oh, yeah. And she goes, that'll do for pickling. <laughs> Such a charming thing to say. <laughs> Isn't Zenobia only supposed to be in her 30s, too? I mean, I guess age-wise, they get at this point. Do you feel that point, Joan Allen looked older than her 30s? Or? No, no, no. I think that that's right, but I just always... I always think of her as being... Because they describe her as very, like, wintry and, like, thin and I sharp. picture her being, like, 50s and 60s, but, like... Like, I picture her being, like, 20 years older than Ethan, but that's not really right. I think that she is supposed to start to look older than Ethan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's only, like, a couple years older than Ethan. Yeah. If at all. Yeah. But... Liam Neeson was, like, 42 when... He was 42? Wow. When this was filmed. Which is funny because he basically has to play, like, a a 20-something-year-old. And and then... Maybe maybe a 40-something-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is supposed to have been a while. They really... Whatever they did to age him... It looked like... It was actually just really prescient, because it looked like how he aged. Yeah. 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 A little harsher, I would say. Yeah. yeah God, he's a good-looking man. <sighs> That's a man. Saw a recent photo. Still got it. We, I, I fell into a hole today talking to you on Slack about it went from here to him to his ex, well, his, not ex-wife, but his deceased wife, Natasha Richardson, and her mm. mother is favorite of this podcast. Yes. Vanessa Redgrave. Which Lindsay described Liam Neeson as existing in the Vanessa Redgrave extended universe. Liam Neeson, I'd someone's say father, someone's son, <laughs> someone's he, son-in-law, someone's son-in-law. Mm-hmm. You know, a friend Franco to many. Niro. Franco Nero walked Natasha Richardson down the aisle. I thought at I, Liam Neeson's wedding. I know, isn't that wonderful? Like Franco Nero, that's a man. That is a that's man. A good-looking man. That's a man. Yeah, yeah, and he's aging the two of so them so well. Beautiful, they look good. They do. They look happy. Yeah, they're banging. Purposeful. Yeah, they're those two are. They're yeah. still at it. You know when you hear about old like how old folks' homes have like crazy, crazy. STI rates. Yeah, it's like I'm glad. I think they're actually, just like, like I don't think the STIs are not great, but like I'm glad you guys are still. Right. I hope I am. Well, that's. I can't imagine finding a 90-year-old man attractive, but I know that that will happen when I'm 90. Right. Oh, totally. Which is crazy. You just got to trust the process there. (laughs) But I I imagine at that point, you're like, what do I have to lose? Right. Like. Totally. Come on. I can handle the clap. I'm not going to be here much longer. Right. (laughs) Like, oh, no, I can't have kids. Oh, (laughs) oh, no. Yeah. I was really worried about that. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. um, so so the pickle dish breaks. They go into town to buy glue. Whole yeah, time they're Maddie flirting. Maddie freaks out they're about flirting. this. They're flirting. Well, we we missed a bit of a thing. What? Maddie freaks out about the pickle dish. Ethan tries to calm her down. He's like, "I'm gonna go hide it." Oh, I but. By the way, I got you some sweets earlier. Oh, and Dennis Eadie sent this ribbon. But she sees the ribbon first and doesn't know that it's from Dennis Eadie. And she's like, oh, my God, Ethan, I love it. These, this ribbon, it's so pretty. Oh, and he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's from Dennis Eadie, But I got you sweets. And she was like, oh, sweets. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and that made me laugh. Oh, my God, Candy. Hey, you think it's, I'm a child. It's sweet. But, like, so then that night, he comes up and kisses her. That's important. Okay, this... This shit pissed me off. <laughs> like, did they even kiss in the book? No, I didn't no think so. No physical contact. Well, the the only slight thing is like, the the most erotic point in this m- book uh-huh. is like him touching the hem of her garment. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah he kisses he, it in the in the. She's like yarning. Yeah, what's it called? Knitting. Knitting. Mm-hmm. And he just like touches the end of her red yarn and like that. And That's it. But in then, this but version, then they know she's... that they're like in love. That like, they talk about it later. I think. Right. In this version, she's embroidering something, and he touch he Kit brings up the end of that and like sniffs it. Yeah, just a, li- a bit more explicit than the book. Uh, I think he does actually kiss it. He kisses it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Rihanna actually wrote "kiss it" better about about this scene. <laughs> so they kiss that night, and then the next day yeah, they go into town looking for glue because they're like, "We gotta figure this out." And uh, the first store you could go to three or four stores. <laughs> no. <laughs> or Or just just one one. (laughs) so the first store doesn't have any glue when she looks at me (laughs) um first store doesn't have any then they go to this other place to get it and the the lady that he buys it from or I guess maybe she's just she's selling it at the store I can't remember the deal anyway somebody's like telling him like oh um hope Zenobia didn't (laughs) my brain just went (laughs) I couldn't get Zenobia out. Sometimes the mouth wants to do Louis Armstrong things. (laughs) So, um, she's like, well, I hope Zenobia didn't break anything important. And they're like, bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And the person's like, oh, this is later. The the person starts laying it on thick. So, um, Zenobia, surprise. She's back. She shouldn't have been back. She's already back. Oh, ooh. Surprise, and bitch. And her, and she's drowning the room in negativity. <laughs> she can't help it. As is her want. Yeah. So she tells Ethan. She's a Ethan, toxic person. She really is. And it's like the whole energy in the whole room shifts. It really I don't know how they actually convey that. Joan Allen's power. Uh, yeah. You know, come think about it. Sometimes I don't give actors their proper due, but like she that does. is quite a bit to convey that. Yeah. She does icy so well. She really does. She's kind of the queen of that, actually. But where has she been? a great question I don't know I don't like being abandoned I don't either where are you Joan Allen a lonely nation turns its eyes I to you knew that was coming <laughs> so um Zenobia's like I'm sick as hell and the doctors <laughs> we gotta <laughs> hire a girl <laughs> to take care of this house and Ethan's like well how are we gonna pay for that and she's like well I mean what was I gonna do <laughs> tell the doctor you couldn't afford it after what are they I gonna do, kill me. After I gave up my health to take care of your mother. Oh my god! What an absolute asshole. She was the mom in room. She's like, oh, I didn't see that. Good, don't. Um, but she says it's time to send Maddie away, and she's like, that'll be Maddie's board less, anyways. Like that poor girl is right. eating enough food for it to make a dent in their bottom line, anyways. Hateful. Um, she says the girl will be over from Bettsbridge tomorrow. <clears throat> She'll need someplace to see to sleep and um. Ethan's like, "What, well, Maddie's your cousin. She's like, well, right. We've kept her for over a year now It's some <laughs> other relative's turn. Bye-bye. Shady. Yeah, ice cold. But I think she senses it at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, and I, she must know that something's up. So a few minutes later at dinner, she's eating Maddie's pie that she made and she's like oh your pie always sits a bit heavy on me let me go get my stomach powders and then from the other room she sees what happened to her beloved pickle dish and yells who did this oh yeah that scream it was Incredible. literally like tony collette and hereditary yeah but it was instead of a decapitated child it was about a broken pickle dish exactly um you know this was equally her, harmful this detergent. was her child <laughs> yeah this, this was her baby it's what she set store by as they say in the film <laughs> That's what it is. and I like that. Um, Ethan says that the cat knocked it over, and she's like, right. But how did make the cat see it? And Maddie's like, I got it out. I wanted to make the dinner table look pretty. And she, Zenobia's like, I never get this thing out. Never. It's my most favorite thing in the entire world, and I keep it in the cabinet so that nobody can ever see it, ever. <laughs> anyway, Honestly, so. obviously the energy that Lindsay just, like, Invade um Mm -hmm. in doing that line i wish you guys could see it was a little terrifying yeah i would make an excellent actress i i don't think i would actually i think i would make a terrible actress um so that night ethan goes to maddie's room again crying and they hook up and molly has something to say about this i'm I'm gonna turn it over to mc well i said it earlier but it's just it's wrong (laughs) what they're doing here is wrong that's not the book it's cheap i yeah. don't think you're trusting the audience it's to, tawdry it's tawdry it's lewd someone needs to think of the children mm-hmm. i just like, trust your audience to like build on that tension enough and like assign enough value to that that you don't need to like make it about bumping uglies right and you right. who wouldn't have made this mistake celine siama let her direct a remake okay Ooh, who would you cast I have no idea. We'll come to that later. Probably Chalamet. He's like he's getting all the parts. He really is. Are there other people we've talked about? Where are they? I don't Lucas know Hedges, any sort of, no. but only for a very specific type actors? of a role. Where are the other actors? Where are the other actors? <laughs> and sadly, I would say it would have to be Florence Pugh to be Maddie. Who would be Zenobia? Mm. Who sucks? <laughs> Emma Watson. Emma Watson would be so good. We're at just gonna recast Nokia. Little Women with the same gals oh, I just as different hearts. Don't like Emma Watson yeah. all that much. Who is kind she's of got a that nag. sourness? She's got that sourness. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, "Who's kind of a nag?" My first thought was like Greta, Greta Thunberg. Like, let the child who screams at us. But <laughs> <laughs> she's right. She's right. But I need her to knock it off a little bit. <laughs> she's not an actor, (laughs) famous. Just give her a shot. (laughs) And she's also like 14. Just give it a shot. (laughs) We'll make this movie way later, I guess. No, I'm just who. Yeah. I agree with Greta. It's just her vibes are off. Right. Who Um, is, I'm afraid it has to be Emma Watson, sadly. She's the only one. She's the only one. The only actors are her and Greta. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's it. (laughs) So, um, Ethan Walks into, oh, the next morning, Zenobia is like in a good mood because she's a nightmare. And she's like, bum, 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 Isn't it lovely in here now that my cousin's leaving? And um, Ethan walks into the barn and sees Maddie about to ingest strychnine, which he uses that to poison was the foxes. That was wild. I had forgotten the suicide element. I don't of, think that actually happens in the book. Well, but I had forgotten. The next part, too, about the attempted suicide. Oh, yeah, you can't forget that part. It's yeah. key. I was by trying to the explain way, the plot to Parker, and I was like, this story is... It's the saddest thing it's, you've it's ever horrible. heard in your entire life. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, $300 at that time, by the way, if you were curious, mm-hmm. 9000 Oh, th- it was 30 though. Oh, so, so it would been $900. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... But what's 50 cents in that day? Thank you for asking. That's his weekly wage as a sled driver. Um, like $5. $15. Yikes. Um, man, and he does that every day. Every damn day. Um, so, anyways, Ethan stops her from ingesting strychnine, washes her hands while she sobs, and he's like, Zenobia, I'm going to take Maddie to the train station instead of Jotham. Like, And Z gives Zenobia, or sorry, Zenobia gives Maddie a single coin. I think she batted some paper, too. And she says, this plus your savings should be exactly enough for the train to go to your aunt's house. Peace. Bitch. She's such a nightmare. She, like, okay, she already kind of sucked. Yeah. She came back from sleepaway camp. With the worst attitude turbo bit, the the most rancid vibes you've ever encountered. What happened there? (laughs) I don't know. She fell in the with the wrong crowd. I guess. Yeah, they were like, "You should amp it up at home (laughs) when you get back." Here's a trick from me. (laughs) Here's some strategies for a happy marriage. (laughs) So they stop at the top of the hill, and Ethan discusses leaving Zenobia to be with Maddie, maybe to go to Florida. And he's like, he does it by way of telling her about a couple that he knew of. Right. A buddy husband, of mine. <laughs> yeah, a buddy of mine in the town over loves left his wife. Um, and everything worked out fine for both of them. She has a little restaurant. It's great. Um, so they stop in the general store because Ethan said he wants to buy something for Maddie. And Dennis sees Ethan stroke her cheek. I saw mm. Goody Proctor with the devil. They might as well just be daggering. I, <laughs> truly. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing... Since nothing happens in this town, when something happens, everything happens. Everything <laughs> happens. So I've um, often said, when nothing <laughs> happens in a town, when something, when something happens, happens it's everything everything happens. <laughs> so um, they see uh, Maddie's friend and her mom. I guess it's the narrator. Yeah, um, and they remark on how unusual it is to see Maddie in town during the day. And um, the mom is like, I heard Zenobia's sick, poor dear. She's taken such good care of other people like your mom. And Ethan's like, hmm. And just like, doesn't he does not say anything. He is clearly not with the bullshit. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to try to tell you that I think my wife is cool because I don't. Right. You've met her. Yeah. So Ethan and Maddie leave without saying anything. Ethan puts the red hair comb that he bought for Maddie in her hair. And he's like, we should go coasting because we haven't gotten to do that yet they're all having, like, a good time, seems like, until Maddie's like, if I miss my train, where will I go? And then they embrace. If you you get your train, where will you go? Right. Yeah. So they embrace, and she's like, I actually don't ever want to leave this hill. By which I mean alive. So they try to sled down the hill and hit a tree. And they do, but it doesn't finish the job. I think they were way too confident in... Their friends walked, like, walked away from that very accident after that dance. Right. Like, what convinced you that that was going to finish the job? God. Because I can't see it. Personally. Yeah. Um, you know. Edith Wharton was... But I've never been that horny. (laughs) (laughs) Edith Wharton was messed up for this one. Absolutely insane. This is so dark. So they survived, obviously, And then, um, but they're both like pretty badly injured. That's why Ethan like drags his leg around. And Maddie, her face is disfigured. They show when, oh, yeah. when she turns at yeah, the end. They, they gave her, like, they put some Elmers on yeah, her face. Yeah, basically, like, pinched it so that it looked like she had, like, a scar on her cheek. Yeah, it was Early stagecraft uh, <laughs> makeup here, but. Yeah, they were like, you can look for one second at an angle. <laughs> it's pretty brief. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we just dim the lighting a little bit, you won't be able to tell. In the book, they make it sound like she's convalescing to the point where, like, really all she does is just moan all day. Yeah. Yeah, they make it sound really miserable. Right. And And uh, so the irony is that now Zenobia, who is such a hypochondriac, has to take care of two people instead of having everybody give their attention to her. And, you know, I hadn't thought of the cruel irony for her mm-hmm. there until— every time I read it, I have a different take on it. It's—I mean, it's, like, sad for your husband to, like, hate you so much that he tries to, like— he would rather, He'd rather die. Really hope yeah. a low-stakes sledding accident right. can kill him. Yes, then go back to you. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean they don't seem to have a generative marriage in any way. Like no. it doesn't seem to be inspiring or affirming to either of them. Yeah. I don't really it's know. It's all kind of built on like like bitterness yeah. and entitlement. Yeah. It's a weird marriage. It is. It is. It's not one that I would um, aspire to. (laughs) Not for me. Gonna be real. Um, So anyways, that's what Reverend Smith goes with Mrs. Howe to see Ethan. And he sees a woman sitting by the window and he's like, oh, hi, Mrs. Frome. And Ethan's like, oh, my wife, Mrs. Zenobia Frome. And he like points to her sitting in a chair and he's like, and this is Miss Maddie Silver. Sad. Sad. SMH. Just sad, sad movie. It really is six uh, sad world, six sad world. <laughs> yeah, I remember like at one point reading it and being like, "Oh man, like the whole thing is like a real diss on the the cheater narrative." Yeah, you know, like, um, <clears throat> like look at this loser, basically. But then like the other readings I've had, I think are a little more generous of like, yeah, ugh. He's just miserable. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like last time I read it, I was like, he is so sad and I do feel bad for him, but no one made him marry Maddie. Or not I mean, Maddie. Zenobia. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's true. Yeah. Like, I remember feeling like, okay, but you know. Yeah. You did make this call. And that's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, at the time they would have been like, you can't divorce your wife. Whatever, but it's you like know, now that's like, like that's a pretty you guys are clearly unhappy, right? And a I don't modern think viewer in is like, me to leave. blame you either. No, no, anyways. So next week, we decided we were gonna watch what? Why don't you tell the reader, listeners? We're gonna watch Clue, yeah, the 1985 yeah. classic. We're gonna watch Clue <laughs> with Tim Curry because it's gonna be officially October. They often said that we couldn't, and I often said that we were going to one day watch Clue. me. Watch me. Uh, Watch me or join me. I'm really excited. I haven't watched this movie in a long time, but it is nothing but a fun time. I saw it for the first time only like a couple years ago. Really? Isn't that crazy? It's weird when there's gaps in movie knowledge within a, like when we grew up in the same household. Yeah, totally. This one I got from the Montgomery's okay yeah that makes sense yeah my best friend growing up was her family was really into this movie and so we watched it all the time aesthetic they did yeah yeah I would have I would not put it Annette past Annette to like make a house based on this game board someday oh that'd be so cool wouldn't that be tight she'd do if she'd have so much fun with that I want that for her Annette heavy episode yeah. Mentioned her with the belt sander earlier. How you doing, girl? Hey, what's up? You've <laughs> been on my mind. <laughs> Anyways, um, really excited to watch this Tim Curry classic, also Madeline Kahn mm-hmm. crushing it in this movie, Michael McKeon. I Leslie love it. Ann you're, Warren. You're doing it like it's like a mixtape shout out right now. <laughs> Eileen Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Uh other than that, you got anything else you want to say? Absolutely not. All right. Y'all have a great week. Uh, don't make any important business decisions. Be careful with your technology. Oh, my God. Mercury is in retrograde. Oh, my God. Be so careful. Don't send the text. Don't do it. Just wait. I Someone just asked me how I was doing on Instagram. Yeah. I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. I just deleted the app because I was like, cannot reply tonight. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not safe. It's retrograde, retrograde until like December, right? And stop it. Look it's like a right long now. time. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, men, let me just look. When does Mercury go direct? <laughs> Help! My family is starving. <laughs> uh, okay. Hello? Tell me when. I know when it's going retrograde, girl. I'm looking at it right now. When does it go direct, bitch? Oh, October 18th. Three yes, weeks. No. That's a long time. And I'm over here believing you that we're going to have like a... month long year. retrograde. Yeah, like it's like the endless winter. <laughs> I don't know why I found that to be credible at all. And I'll never trust you again. Uh, <laughs> clearly you have no respect for the impact of your words. Clearly. Anyways, um, y'all have a good week. Bye. Bye.